0: Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to
1: prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. Now my watch is
0: broken, too. <laughs> With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. That stole all my lines. Uh, look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 Central on CBS. Ross Martin inside Carolina, uh, who joins us on the Mac Attack. Ross, what's going on, man? How you doing?
2: Not much, guy. Excited to talk a little football here with y'all.
0: No doubt about it, man. And we will talk some actual Heels football, some actual slinging Sammy Howell during this conversation. But obviously, we start with the news, you know, the COVID news and the decision to, you know, six days into class, take the kids off campus there. I, how do you feel? There's been some blowback to it, you know, by some members of the media. Not just the Tar Heels specifically, but uh, you know, Tar Heels. Notre Dame's done it for a couple weeks. Clemson never sent the students there. This concept of of student athletes playing football, but yet the other students, it's not safe enough for. Like, d- d- does everybody deserve the the verbal beatings they're getting for this, or or not? How do you feel about this?
2: It <laughs> are touching on a lot of different topics including amateurism and, and paying players and all that stuff but i mean the, the key point is here i mean you can't have you can't have college during a global pandemic and i think school is going to realize that unc realized that they had let's see four outbreaks by monday and they had two more announced outbreaks yesterday so i think they've had up to six clusters which is five or more infections. but it could obviously be way more than five it's happened in four dorm rooms, and two fraternity houses. So, I mean, you just can't have all these people in the same place doing college-type stuff and expect uh, for infections not to happen. So when it comes to football, I mean, it's a lot safer now because they can focus a little more, there's going be less distractions, you're not going to be living in dorms and eating in dining halls and all that stuff with regular students who are, who are not worried about football, who don't have the best interest of the football team in mind. Now you're saying that the players or the students are moving off campus. They're going to be still with some students on dorms. There's still going to be a lot of students who live off Franklin street in Chapel Hill. Parties are still going to happen. It's just all the classes have gone online. There's still going to be a lot of students in Chapel Hill. There's still going to be temptations for parties and fraternities and, and other type activities that college will do. So there's still a lot of risk, but yeah, the bubble is the key here. Max has been preaching that. It's worked in the NBA. And they're just trying to keep everything with football, around football, go to practice, eat, go back to your dorm, study, go to class, come back to football, and kind of just keep the limitations and, or keep the restrictions and all that bubbled up for um, for three months and see what happens.
1: We're talking to Ross Martin inside Carolina here on Sports Radio FNZ and the Technicom Hotline. Ross, what does suspending athletics for at least 24 hours like Notre Dame and UNC did accomplish, I was kind of confused of why why would one day make a difference like that.
2: Yeah, we don't really know what happened. I mean, you can we could make some guesses. Uh, you know, maybe a, a small outbreak within athletics, maybe just a scare. Like maybe one team went to a party where there was an outbreak, and they just want to be cautious. And I think you'll see this a lot leading up to the season, and maybe even during the season, where. You know, just to be safe, let's take a step back, maybe test the whole team, or maybe test that day, then wait 24 hours, get the test back, just to be cautious. I, I assume something like that happened where there was just something they were nervous about, they wanted to be safe, let's take a step back, let's breathe, let's relax, let's let's go through our protocols, maybe take some tests, and then figure out what happens. But obviously 24 hours, and it's at least 24 hours, so we'll see what happens uh, on Friday but, um, yeah, take a step back and, and, and go from there. But um, I think that's be pretty common. I think it's a safe way to approach it. Let's say one player went to a party or something and, and for, for any sports team, yeah. and then you just want to be safe and make sure there's no infections within those certain teams. This is all athletics, not just football. So it could have been any of the fall sports that are still active right now.
0: Russ, uh, let's go to the field and what this football team can accomplish if we do get football this year. I saw uh, Cole Kubelik, who I respect a lot, you know, SEC Network and ESPN, put out his rankings of ACC teams. And I was scrolling, 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 and I don't see the heels until number six, and I almost lost my mind. I just I, – I don't see – I get people arguing that maybe, you know, I'm jumping the gun a little bit on the heels but sixth best team in this ACC seems crazy to me. Like, is there any chance they end up finishing sixth in the conference?
2: I think it's. I think they have a really good team. I mean, and, and you know, I'm. I'm mean, clearly biased, and I cover this team. I see them every day. I read about them every day. I'm. I'm only listening to to mostly UNC players and, and Mac Brown interviews. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what's going on around the ACC, but. You look at their position, and they're loaded. And, and what what matters is the scoreboard. And they have one of the best quarterbacks in the nation in Sam Howe. He's proven. He did for 13 games last year, breaking freshman records. They have all their wide receivers back, including um, you know, Donnie Brown from Charlotte, Daz Newsom from the Tidewater, Virginia area, Bo Corrales, you know, two 1,000-yard receivers. They have both their running backs back. On offense, they're stacked. And, I mean, that's, that's a huge thing. If, you, if you're a quarterback – if you have a great quarterback, you can do a lot of damage in college football. We saw how UNC struggled uh, for two years when they didn't have a quarterback. We saw how good they were when they had Marquise Williams and Mitch Trubisky. So that's where it starts. And then there's a lot of different pieces on defense. All right, going to tons of names here, but I'm sure your listeners don't want to hear the nuances of UNC's defense. But I mean, Jay Bateman's a mastermind defensive coordinator. They have some. They're excited about a lot of freshmen. There's definitely some players. Chad Rat from the Charlotte area over there in Denver, North Carolina. He's getting you know all-American type. Type pub, you know, it could be a first round draft pick. So they have some players. You know, the second year in this system under Phil Longo and Jay Bateman, they understand what to do. Um, you know, I'm really high on the, what, what, what the UNC defense can do. Some question marks on, on defensive lines, some question marks on offensive line, But from a skill position standpoint, this team is, is rocking and rolling, and, and I think fans are pretty pumped. And that's why, that's why Matt Brown is really excited about having a season because yeah, I think he knows it can be pretty good. You know, 11 games, I mean, eight or nine is definitely a a realistic possibility. And when you look at the schedule, I mean, Notre Dame is the one thing that sticks out. So I could see, you know, nine or ten wins, a very realistic year. Everything works um, as planned. And as we know, during this global pandemic, not everything goes as planned.
1: We're talking to Ross Martin inside Carolina here on Sports Radio FNZ. Ross, you mentioned Chaz Surratt, the defensive leader. Is there a chance that he follows his brother's path and opts out like Sage did at Wake Forest?
2: No, I don't think so. I mean, he's come out and said he wants to play to improve his draft, draft stock. Uh, Mark Armstrong from ABC11 uh, reached out and, and talked to a guy at UNC and says you know, there's nothing's changed. I and mean, he's going ahead with the season. I think he has more to gain from this season than Sage had to gain at Wake Forest. Uh, you know, Wake Forest doesn't have – they have a quarterback, but they lost Jamie Newman to the transfer to Georgia, so the offense won't be as good, I don't think. So, I mean, Sage Stratt was really good last year, and his stock is maybe as high as it could get. Um, and maybe a dip in production could ruin his draft stock, whereas Chad Stratt only played linebacker one year. He has a lot more to show on tape, a lot more convincing to do on scouts. Um, with NFL scouts, you know, he can really improve um, the, the angles he takes, the 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 instincts of the linebacker. He made, he's made he been a linebacker for one year. He was a quarterback for three years at UNC. He played last year, first-team All-FCC, and he, he can make – He'd be a lot better I think and he's freakishly athletic he's had a full offseason now to kind of train his body for a linebacker position and I think mean, he's poised to have a huge year because the defense has a lot of players and he'll be able to make a lot of plays back there the middle linebacker spot
0: By the way uh, Bo, I, I hear that Bone is very proud oh, that yeah. you and Bo, uh that you are a air fryer uh, convert Right. Well, he's, he's thinking about it. He came to me for advice. Oh, he hasn't to made the move yet. Oh, people come to me for advice,
1: Ross, on, on life, on love, oh, whatever. And sometimes people will come out and reach out about air fryers. And Ross was, he's not afraid to admit it. He said, Bones, an air fryer guy. He asked me about it. So I gave him a, I am, I am like, The things I tell people with is amazing. You won't even believe You're it. like the air fryer sensei. Yeah, I'm like Mr. Miyagi of air fryers.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I get, I get down in the kitchen, I cook a lot. So I'm always looking for, for different things and, you know, trying to stay healthy and, Keep the body in shape, so yeah, air fryer is has come across my my mind, so I might look into it. Um, it's
0: beautiful. For, it, for bone a line, it is a beautiful way of life with the air fryer. It really
1: cook, is. I cooked toast in there yesterday. It was delicious. <laughs> toast. Oh, it was delicious. I don't, I don't
2: understand. I don't understand what it is. Like I don't get how it works. So that was a, that was my question for for T Bone.
1: And I probably gave him a horrible answer because I'm not sure how it works. Oh, Bone just, says, "Here's how it works: I plug it in, I put something <laughs> in the air fryer, I shut it up, and every time on for everything in that thing." <laughs>
0: All right, Ross Martin uh, for UNC Information, InsideCarolina.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Martin underscore IC. Thank you, Ross. We appreciate
2: it. Yeah, anytime, guys. I appreciate it.